Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. is in him. Amen. Before our father minister to us, we have a minstrel also to minister. Shall we give a clap offering to Ephia as she comes to minister? Amen.
Save me. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Are you blessed? Yeah, so you mean only if you can sing in the church? The answer is yes. Oh, only if you can sing before you preach. The answer is yes. Every prophet and their minstrel. 
Hallelujah. Were you blessed? He saved you. Save me. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for this Thanksgiving weekend. Thank you for salvation. You said, you saved me for all time. And Father, we thank you this Sunday for all the things you've done. We can only say to God be the glory. There are some people we know who are in the grave now. There are some people we know who are in hospital beds. There are some people we know who this morning cannot even eat. But by your grace and your mercy, we sit here in church. We can only say thank you. We can only say thank you. We can only say thank you. We are grateful in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, you have to be grateful. Hallelujah. Maybe ask your neighbor, are you really grateful? That's the person. Say, when I look at your face, I'm not sure whether you are grateful. No, seriously. Because some of us have this chronic complaining look. CCP, chronic comp- no, CCL, chronic chronic complaining look. Nah. CCL. Look look at your neighbor again. Say, are you grateful? What did I say? Hallelujah. Amen. This. Today is Thanksgiving, so let me talk, let's talk about the power. The power of Thanksgiving. Hallelujah. The power of what? I say the power of what? There's, there's power in Thanksgiving. Hallelujah. <clears throat> you know, like I was sharing in the early service, to be honest with you, One of the greatest American culture is Thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Maybe to me, it is probably one of the secrets why it is the greatest nation. Because no other country, apart from, I hear Canada also does it. No, Canada also does Thanksgiving. There's no other country. We all have all sorts of holidays. Farmers' Day, Fetish Day. All the, there is nothing like a Thanksgiving holiday. As a country, let's stop and give thanks to God. Hallelujah. And probably, it may be one of the underlying reasons why they remain the greatest nation on earth. Because they have learned the art of thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Every country has all sorts of holidays. Labor Day, Veterans, whatever day. But thanksgiving. A national holiday. One day that we stop and say thank you. Even the stock market, the watch just stops. Just to say thank you. And I tell you, to me, if you see, if you're a spiritual person, you will see, because let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You, you are God. You, you are God. You created all the nations. You gave them moon. You gave them sun. You gave them light. You gave them roots. You are God. Oh, you are God. You created all the nations. And of all the nations you created, only one stops to say thank you. Don't you think you bless them all? I mean, you think about it. You are God. You created everybody. And all the countries you created, only one stops. 
to say thank you. I mean, you give, don't you know that when you give something to someone, the person says thank you, you are motivated to give more? I mean, I think about that. Say, they are the only country that stops to say thank you to God. To God. I mean, thank you, thanksgiving to God. If you are God and you created all the countries and the, the other countries, all that you get is complain. But one country takes their time. Look, no matter the evil in that country, this, this particular act will always end them a blessing. Amen. Because it, there's power. That is why, you know, I just heard, that's why I heard, that's what I heard. On, there was Black Friday in Accra, Ghana. Accra is a country, Ghana is a country in West Africa. Black Friday. You heard? I saw it in the news. People were shopping Black Friday. And I was asking myself that you have not done Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thanksgiving for Shimon, thank you. You have not done Thanksgiving, but you have gone for Black Friday. Listen to me. If you are copying people, copy them well. <laughs> Please, if you are copying, copy well. We have copied their black shopping. Well, black, what's black shopping? Oh. <laughs> black Friday. We have copied that one. But the reason, the main reason, which is giving thanks, that one we did not copy. Have you seen? We are copying the wrong thing. Rather, we have a chronic complaining look. Always criticizing the government. The road is this. Somebody has stolen this. When will we stop as a nation and give thanks? Wow. Yeah. I mean, if I was God, I would bless America. I'm, 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 lying. I'm not lying to you. Any, that's why they say God bless America. Because you see, anybody who gives thanks deserves more. Even your children. When you give them things, they want to do that's that's it. Yeah. You you tell your I mean you parents, you always tell your children, when you give them something, what do you say? Don't you say that? What do you say? You tell the child, what do you say? You tell your child, what do you say? And you don't think that God is Say, you don't think that God is telling the nations of the world, what do you say for the sunshine? What do you say for the moonlight? What do you say for the rain? What do you say for the crops? What do you say for the cars? And we don't say thank you, we complain. That is why this country will be blessed. Because they have learned to say thank you. Look, if you are talking about evil, there's more evil here than anywhere else. Evil. Bad people. Bad, you're talking about bad human beings. America. Bad. You, think of any, any wild crime. Here, right here. Yeah. But still. I mean, even think, even, even think of think of bad president. Yeah, here. <laughs> Country, which, which country that can have a president who can manufacture his own facts? <laughs> and they are here. 
has an alternative units. And they are here. And in spite of manufacturing the fats, the economy is still getting stronger because something higher is controlling it. <laughs> There's a power. The power of thanksgiving. I mean, a man can make up his own stories and move on. That's all. Hallelujah. So, it's, it's great to give thanks. Amen. You know, let me tell you something. I'm just giving fact. It's the power of thanksgiving. You know? Let's go to Habakkuk. Monica, Monica, please. All of you, come this way. Come this way. All of you on this side. Some should come this side. Your kids can sit over there by the mom. After the children, they can be in that corner. Okay. Habakkuk. Chapter 1. Habakkuk. <laughs> Look, you, please. It's a short message. Because we have an exam to write, so we'll finish. Because some people, even some preaching, your mind is on the exam. But stop all exam thinking and bring your mind to my message. <laughs> Hallelujah. Habakkuk. Chapter 1. Look at it. Dr. Joyce. Adai. <laughs> Habakkuk. He says, the burden which Habakkuk the prophet did see. Oh Lord, how long shall I cry and thou will not hear, even cry unto thee of violence and of the world and, and would I not say? Why dost thou show me iniquity? Blah, 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 blah. Verse 5. Behold, ye among the hidden, and regard not, oh, marvelously, oh, for my work is iniquity. Verse 10. Oh, for lo, I raise up, I mean, and they shall scoff. I mean, Habakkuk was complaining. Habakkuk. He came to God with complaints. The whole, look, this Habakkuk. He started with, oh, Lord, God, what will we hear? My complaint, my complaint. You see, and no matter who you are, there's always something to complain about. You can always find something to complain about. You can. Even as I'm preaching, I can complain about the noise. I'm preaching. Look at the way, 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 way outside. So Habakkuk came complaining to God. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Habakkuk came complaining to God. Problems. The hidden, the kings, look at their stronghold. They are hippies like dust. Oh God, when will you hear my cry? Now God was just listening to Habakkuk. Complain, complain, complain. Go to verse chapter 2. Chapter 2. Verse 2. And the Lord answered. Finally, he complained the whole of chapter 1. my wife, my child, my school, my job, my career, complaining. The weather, and the Lord answered. And what was God's answer? Write the vision and make it plain upon the table that he that will And the Lord answered to Habakkuk's complaint, write the vision Write the vision. In other words, God is saying that stop complaining and have a vision. You didn't hear what I said. Stop complaining and have a vision. 
You, you are complaining too much. Why don't you stop complaining and have a vision? Have a plan. The reason for your complaint is that you don't have a vision. Stop complaining and have a vision. Whatever difficulty you are going through, instead of blaming everybody, stop and have a vision. Instead of complaining about your job, stop and have a vision. What can I do? Complain about where you live. Stop and have a vision. Complain about your school. Stop and have a vision. The reason for your complaint is that you don't have a vision. Write the vision. How about stop complaining and have a vision? Sometimes we complain because we have not a vision. Say stop. Stop the complaint. Have a vision. Instead of complaining, have a plan. Have a vision. And it shall come to pass. It is your, let, let me tell you something. Basically, what God was trying to tell Habakkuk is that you are complaining because you don't plan. <laughs> and I'm sure there are a lot of Habakkuk in the church. I am sure there are a lot of Habakkuk in the church. My prophet, I know. At, I, I, I am sure today, this Thanksgiving, there are a lot of Habakkuk's. We don't plan for anything. That's why we are complaining. Have a vision. It's too difficult. It's too hard. I can't build a house. Have a vision. Preaching. Have a vision. Everything is a problem. Have a vision. Stop complaining about your children and have a vision for them. Preaching to you. Have a vision for your child. Make sure that the child will grow up, go to school, be in church. Have a vision. Listen, sometimes you, I marvel. You let your child do everything she wants to do. They watch TV whenever they want to watch. They sleep whenever they want to watch. They have their own friends. And then at the end of the day, you are surprised how your child has turned out. And now your child becomes a burden of the reverend. As you, make, as you do a magic wand for the child to change, no. You should have had a vision. complaining. I'm Stop complaining. It was John Hagi who I heard. John Hagi. He said, when it comes to his children, even when they're young, he had a vision. He, he chooses the party they should attend. Sleep over, you will inquire which home you are going to sleep over. You let your child go and sleep at anybody's house and you are surprised why the child has turned out. Oh, well, daddy, my mommy, my friend said they're having a party and I'm going for a sleepover. Have you gone to the house to see what is in the house before you allow your child to go and sleep there? Have you been there? I said, have you been there? So why are you allowing your child to go there? Because it's my friend in school. John Hardy says, Whenever there's, there's a, a party, he goes and stands at the door and watch. Make sure that it is okay. He says something, John Hagi, I'm telling you, he says something, even when he has a, on, 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 even when the, the children have their baby, when they were young, he has, he has sons. He selectively will invite certain families and their daughters because he has a vision. <laughs> <laughs> He has a vision. 
Because at the point, you say, he thinks this girl will be good for my son. That is why he's inviting them to the party. And I spread, you have a vision. That's a good vision. You know, it's okay. I'm having a party for my son is graduating. Okay, you come, you come, you come. You have scared you know, perchance, because you know that, perchance. Don't leave it to the air. And then you complain. Habakkuk, stop complaining. That's what you got to him. Write down the vision. Write a vision. Have a vision for your schoolwork. That's, you see, the Bible said that where there is no vision, for me, where there's no vision, yes, have a vision. Even in your marriage, have a vision. Have a vision that you want a particular man to marry. Not, not anything goes. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't, you see, don't leave your life anything goes. You, that's why you complain. Have a vision. Have a vision for your finances. Have a vision for your future. Have a vision for your ministry. You see, your vision drives you. Your vision, please, your vision drives you. Say, my vision drives me. You see, without your vision, there will be no drive. So go say, Habakkuk, stop complaining. Rather get a vision. Write the vision down. Have it, write it down. Okay, formulate it. Habakkuk, get a plan. Why are you always broke? Have a vision. Have a vision. Get a budget. Have a vision. Have a vision. You are always broke. You don't have money. Have a vision. Because you don't have a vision. That is why when your paycheck comes, people say, oh, look, let's go eat. Let's go for a party. You don't have a vision. If you have a vision, you will not be taking girls to restaurants. The rate you are doing. I'm preaching to you. That's why you don't have anything. Because you are always taking women to restaurants. I'm preaching, brother. So your colleagues have rented and they are married and they have bought houses. They are, they are, and you are still single, you are broke. You, nobody knows where your money goes to because as soon as your paycheck comes in, there's a girl to be taken out. And the girls, if you take out, they will chop. <laughs> I said, they what? Chop. <laughs> oh, they will chop. They will chop and ask for desserts. And you always complain you are broke. Really, you are broke because there's no vision. But if you had a vision to rent your own house or buy a house or do something, you will not spend your money in a certain way. Yes. Let me tell you something. If you have a vision to own, you will not spend your money in a certain way. Yeah. Have a vision. Habakkuk, stop complaining. Habakkuk, God said, Habakkuk, stop complaining. Have a vision. Write it down. At your job place, have a vision. If you see one, two, three, you know that it's time to exit. Have a vision. So exit before they sack you. Don't wait for them to. You, see, be a, you, see, you must be ahead of the game. I say you must be ahead of the game. As you see one, two, three, say, ah, you. That's it. I'm out before you. I'm, I'm out before you say I'm out. I'm gone. I'm long gone. Have a vision. Instead of complaining. Amen. Yeah. Write it down. I mean, because the whole verse one, the guy was complaining. God was just watching. 
the people are this, the people are this. Look, have a vision. If you're a parent here, listen to me, I'm saying it, have a vision for your children. Don't leave your children to the wind. Don't let the society and the environment raise your child for you. Be active. Have a vision. Look, there is one lady, one lady that I really admire in the Newark church. When we started the church, she came to the church, looked at the church, saw us in the church, went back. Following Sunday, she came. Went back. Third Sunday, she came again with her daughter. Yes, I'm coming. And she said, you know, the way your church is, I'm too old and, you know, I belong to my church. I'm used to my church. But as I see the young people here, and the way they are doing, the way they are doctors and lawyers and brothers, I want my daughter to be in this church so that she can also become like you. Do you understand what I'm saying? She purposely came to plant her daughter in the church. Right there. Because she wants the daughter to become like. And as I'm saying, to the glory of God, the daughter became a professional. Say amen. amen. Yes. Don't let your children do anything. Be anything. She deliberately carried her daughter to our church. Because she knows that as she mingles with this company, she will become. And she become. Hallelujah. So let's stop complaining and have a vision. Hallelujah. Yeah, that's what she did. Hallelujah. So that's what God dealt with Habakkuk. With all his complaints. Amen. May you have a vision. I say may you have a vision. May God deliver you from wasting your life. May you have a vision. And you see, let me tell you something. God said, one, have a vision. Two, write it down. Some of us, our vision is only talk. No action. No, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get, a, you know, I'm, I'm trying to um, uh, move, uh, move into this place and I'm trying to get this car. What is your plan? Have you written it down? Hallelujah. So don't complain. Have a vision. Amen. Wow. May God give you a vision. I feel in my heart. May God give you a vision. May your life not become a waste. Hallelujah. Don't complain. Have a vision. Just kindly tell the person don't complain. Say from today, don't complain. Have a vision. That's, that's God and the Lord answered. Habakkuk came with a complaint. And the Lord answered, say, look, Brother Hab. Okay, Mr. Hab, I beg you. Hallelujah. Thanksgiving, the power of Thanksgiving. You know, Thanksgiving is the will of God. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18, 
First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. It says, In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. It's God's will that you give thanks. Hallelujah. And it didn't say in the good thing. It says in everything. Everything is the bad one. Even in the bad situations, let's learn to give thanks. In everything. Let me tell you, God has complaining. God has memory. It says in everything, give thanks. In everything, the good, the bad, the ugly, give thanks. For this is the will or the preference or the direction of God. In everything, give thanks. Because let me tell you something. Even, as, even what you call bad, God may have a plan in it. So in everything, give thanks. What you may even be complaining. I mean, what you, you think is a disaster. Oh, you have no idea. What you think that the boy left you and therefore your world has come to an end. You have no idea the deliverance God is giving you. When you see the woman he has married later on, go and talk to her. You see how much God has delivered you. In everything. I say in everything. Even the job you lost, give thanks. Because if you have not lost that, lost that one, you will not have gotten this better one. In everything, give thanks. You know, some things are difficult to give thanks in. But still, in everything, give thanks. Hallelujah. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. So you must learn to give thanks in everything, including the bad situations. Amen. And then also, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 2. First, we are in Thessalonians. We give thanks to God always for you. For. So you give, one, you give thanks in, and two, you must learn to give thanks for. Hmm. Hmm. Paul said, I've learned to give thanks in. This is one we talk about. But you must also learn to also give thanks for. I give thanks for you. For you. I give thanks for you. When, I mean, I, I always thank God for you. For. You know, look at the person sitting next to you. How nice the person is. Even for the part that the person is sitting down, not bothering you, not sleeping on you, give thanks for. <laughs> I give thanks for you. For. Because you, don't, you, you may be by somebody and it will not be easy. I give thanks for. So, are you hearing me? Give thanks for. Some of you wives must learn to give thanks for your husband. Preaching. You must look at him every morning and say, Lord, I, when you wake up, say, I give thanks for. <laughs> when did you say yes? Just wake up and say, Lord, as part of your quiet time, God, I give thanks for Jeff. I give thanks for. Not complaining. Nya, 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 nya. I give thanks for. I'm preaching. Give thanks for. Give thanks for. Give thanks for. You must learn to be grateful. Give thanks for. Yes. Give thanks for your husband. Give thanks for your husband. 
I'm preaching you. Give thanks for your husband. Just wake up and say, Lord, I thank you for. Not every day he is this, he is that, reverend, he doesn't do this, reverend, he doesn't. Give thanks for. Let all the wives say. Somebody said, Reverend, this man, thanks for what? Please give thanks for. At least in the winter, you have some somebody to hold you. I'm preaching. But for him, but for him, you have to commit fornication and adultery. But because of him, you have free distance without fornication and adultery. Give thanks for. Ah, please. For thinking for. Because this Thanksgiving was very cold. It was minus 20 something degrees. Some people had to use blanket. You had a flesh. Give thanks for. <laughs> Let all the women say, uh-huh, give thanks for. In everything. Yeah. I'm preaching. It was easy for some of you. Cold. Yes, you can cover yourself with blanket upon blanket. It's still not the same. Blanket is not the same as blood flowing through veins. So give thanks for. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. Give thanks for. In everything, give thanks for. And the reverse is true. Wives, give thanks for. Husbands, give thanks for your wife. The husbands are quiet. Sure. You think I'm, af- you think, you think I'm afraid of you? <laughs> give thanks for. Hey, hey, Reverend. He, he's saying, I mean, he doesn't know how to budget. Every day, I mean, the man is finished. Every day, I mean, please give thanks for. Hallelujah. At least she gave, I mean, whether, even if she didn't cook and she bought the food, it was on the table. <laughs> give thanks for. Look, learn to give thanks for things. What's that? I give thanks for? Give thanks for your boss. Give thanks for your fr- you see, give thanks for your friend. Some of you should give thanks for your friend. Thank God I have you as a friend. Even if you gossip with a person, still give thanks. Oh, from time to time you need people to gossip with you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's not it's not all that gossip. It's not every gossip that is bad. From time to time, you need, you need somebody to get filled up with you know gossiping. You know. We are gossiping small. Have you seen? Have you seen? Small, you know. So like the, the, the feminine thing can go on. So give thanks for. Even give thanks for your gossip partner. <laughs> because but for that person, how would you know the filler? <laughs> yeah. Mm, give thanks for. Because I know some two sisters who like to gossip a lot. And, 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 they, and they don't call it gossip. They say, oh, we are expressing concern. <laughs> No. I said, Whoop, will you stop? Whoop, will you stop gossiping? So, right, we are not gossiping. We are expressing concern. <laughs> give thanks for. Hallelujah. Yeah. I have to give thanks for. That is why, even as a pastor, let, let me tell you something. I always thank God for pastoring you. I give thanks to God for being your pastor. Oh, seriously. I'm always grateful. I'm not, I'm not joking. I'm always grateful. You know, so when, I, when I'm preaching, I say, 
Where, like where George lives? George lives. Sayaville. There are so many churches from where he lives to here. And the fact that he drives that distance at his age and pay tolls and pay all the tolls and everything to come and sit down here to hear me preach. I give thanks for his life. There's so many churches. I mean, I'm always pulling your Sadai's legs, but I give thanks for her. I give thanks for the hell loyalty and how far she comes. I give thanks for. I always thank God for her. I give thanks for. I really like her. I give thanks for. Are you hearing me? Yeah, and I give thanks for you. It, it, see, it does not mean that some of you don't give me a headache. That one, yes. It's part for the course. But I give thanks for. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I give thanks for. You know, I give thanks for the church. For the church that God has given me. Yeah, I think that's one. That people come, all these people to come and listen to you. Let me tell you, this is not the only church. From their house to here, there are so many churches. So the fact that they come and listen to you, I give thanks for. I'm grateful. I give thanks for just Finn. Some people have been here. I give thanks for Mr. Yimedu. I give thanks for. Hallelujah. Even this guy, I give thanks for. This boy. <laughs> Even Nana, I give thanks for. Even, at least to have somebody to sit here that I can hustle. I can tell him. <laughs> I give thanks for him. Yeah. Yeah, I give thanks for you. Give thanks for. Hallelujah. I give thanks for Shivon. Give thanks for. You see, you have to, you, 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 Paul said, I thank you. Let's be grateful. And as a pastor, I give thanks for. Yeah, for you. And you should also give thanks to God for me. Because not all pastors are pastors. Now I can tell you, not all pastors are pastors. No, 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 no. No. I can, I can tell you I'm like Samuel. I've not, so, some pastors are dribblers. Yes. Some pastors are dribblers, unfortunately. But I can say that, look, 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 in this church, I personally have reviewed my, my relationship. And I've come to realize my only crime, if anything at all, in this church is that I did not understand how much people are willing to offer. So because I didn't understand how much people are willing to offer, I got angry with some people because they gave me a, thumb, a little finger. But I was expecting a thumb. And because I was expecting a thumb and all they could offer was a little finger, I got angry. But now I have understood that all they could offer was a little finger. So just take the little finger and then go and look for somebody who has a thumb. Yeah, I, I, I realized that my anger and my frustration was I was expecting people, somebody to give me a thumb. But all the person can do honestly, offer is a little finger. So as a pastor, I need the wisdom to know this person can only give a little finger and appreciate it. And rather don't get angry because he couldn't give me a thumb. Are you hearing me? And the reverse must be true. If all that you can offer me is a little finger, but the job that I want to be done requires a thumb, then don't be angry when I bypass you and pick up a thumb. Do you get it? Don't say that, well, you don't appreciate me. No, no. What, what I'm looking for is a thumb. 
something that can do all this. You are a little finger. So if I bypass you to go for the, for the thumb, who just came yesterday, don't say, that, well, I'm a little finger, I've been here forever, you don't appreciate, no, no, no. I appreciate you, you are a little finger. But what is a stick? We need a thumb. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes, I appreciate you. I'm grateful for, hallelujah. Yeah. I'm grateful for all the assistance. Amen. See, ingratitude is a very bad thing. Amen. Say, I give thanks for you. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Give thanks. Hallelujah. Yeah. And, 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 and I'm telling you, you see, the word think, okay, and the word thank are from the same word. Thinking and thankful, it's the same Greek. Those who study word, it says it's from the same root word. Phonetics, it's from the same root word. Which means that if you think, you'll be thankful. But because people are not deep thinkers, that's why they are not thankful. But if you take your time to think, you will know that God has done something for you. You know that God has been good. But because you don't think, that's why you are always complaining. If you think, you will know that the person you are criticizing some time ago, he did something good for you. So usually, because people don't think, that's why they, don't th- they are not thankful. If you think carefully, if you think carefully, the brother had about six sisters who were interested in him. You say, oh yeah, hey, oh yeah. <laughs> but he bypassed all of them and chose you and put a ring on your finger. You should be thankful. So don't don't talk anyhow. I'm preaching. Ah, let me preach. Now, because you have the ring on your finger, you want to talk anyhow. No. Have you forgotten? Oh, I would have been married anyway. Says who? Did, did Bobo marry you? <laughs> Be thankful. Amen. Hallelujah. Look, I'm saying that sometimes we don't, it, most people who are not thankful, they don't think. Look, if you think, if you think carefully, even in your current state, God has done a lot for you. Oh, please. Oh, please. Let's think about it carefully. You are not as broke as you think. You are not as poor as you think. You are not as hard, cash strapped as you think. I mean, you ate this morning. There was nobody, I can say, by the grace of God, that there's nobody in this church who prayed last night that, Lord, I pray for breakfast. Lord, hopefully, I pray that by tomorrow I'll get something to eat. Did you pray? Anybody pray last night about breakfast this morning? But you know there's a part of the world that they pray for food. And you didn't pray for food. If you didn't, I thought it was what to eat. It was choices. Oatmeal or cereal? You are just debating. Brown sugar or white sugar? Milk or what? Honey, you were debating. Carnation or ideal milk, you were debating. But there's, there's somebody who woke up 
Last time, I had to go to sleep. We were praying what to eat. Hallelujah. Let's be thankful. I said, let's be thankful. I said, let's be thankful. Amen. If you think, even the one that you are condemning and insulting, some time ago he had helped you. Some time ago, this person that you say he's some way, some time ago, some time ago, he helped you. There was a day you didn't have anywhere to stay. They opened their house for you to stay. Now you are calling them a witch. It's a witch. A witch. At least you live in a witch house and you didn't die. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Psalm 67, verse 1. Thans- the power of thanksgiving. Psalm 67, verse 1. Hallelujah. God be merciful unto us and bless us and cause his face to shine upon us. Verse 2. That thy way may be known upon the earth, thy saving health among all the nations. Verse 3. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. Let the people do what? Let what? Let the people what? And let what? And let what? Some of the people? Some of the people? All the people what? Praise thee. Continue. Oh, let the nations be glad and sing for joy. For thou shalt judge the people righteously and govern the nations upon the earth. Verse 5. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. Let, let who? Let who? Are you part of all the people? Verse 6. Then. Then. Then shall the earth yield her increase. And God, even her own God, shall bless thee. Then. 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 If somebody says that, look. Uh, if, uh, bring me this. Then. Give me twenty. Give me twenty dollars. Then I'll give you my cross. It means without the twenty dollars, you will not get the cross. If you want the twenty dollars, then if you want the cross, then give me the twenty dollars. God is saying that. Let say. Go back to verse five. It says, "Let the people praise thee, Oh God, let all the people praise thee when they do this." Then, then shall the earth yield her increase. It means increase comes after praise. Increase comes after what? Increase comes after what? I say increase comes after what? So if you, are, if you want God to increase you, praise him. Then shall the earth. No, no it's not complaining. Increase comes. Praise him. Thank him. You want a promotion? Thank God. You want a good church? Thank God. You want a good husband? Thank God. Praise him. He said, then shall the increase come. Because when praises goes up, blessings come down. That is why when you come to church, you must dance. Only this morning, only Tiwa was praising God. All of us were standing there. She was praising God. That is why she will get an increase. Then shall the increase come. Then. 
Hallelujah. Yes. Yeah. Then shall the increase come. You want a good marriage, praise your husband. I say, if you want a good marriage, praise your husband. Don't criticize him. I said, every time I say this, the church is quiet. I don't know why. Every time I bring have you noticed? Because, because you see, you see, you see, if you want a good marriage, praise him. Because I was told by some people that in every man is a king and a fool. In every man is a king and a fool. If you appeal to the king in him, you will get a king in him. If you appeal to the fool in him, you will get a fool. So if you want a king in him, praise him. Abigail praised David and got a king. Nabal was a fool. Be careful. Praise. Hallelujah. Praise. He said, then. So, you want, you, you want an increase in your job? Thank God for the job. You want an increase in your church? Thank God for your church. You want an increase in your ministry? Thank God for it. He said, then. Then. Then shall the increase and God, then shall the earth yield the increase and God, give me your own God, shall bless thee. All because the people praised him. Hallelujah. Then, yeah. Hallelujah. Praise him. Hallelujah. Yeah. Praise will bring you increase. Mark chapter 6, verse 22. Mark chapter 6, verse 22, the power of praise. This is talking about uh, John the Baptist, Herod, and Herodias, the daughter. There was a party. There was a party. Okay? And they wanted somebody to dance. Then the queen's, the queen's daughter came to dance. And when the daughter of, of the said Herodias, meaning the wife of Herod, came in and danced, and pleased Herod, and them that sat with him, the king said unto the damsel, Ask of me whatsoever thou wilt, and I will give it to thee. Ask of me. The Bible said, the Bible said there was a party. Herod was sitting there, there was a guest, and they called the girl, the damsel, to come and dance. And his dancing, it pleased Herod. It pleased the most important one. It did not please the guest. It pleased the most important person by her praise, her dancing. The most important person was pleased. And it, because the, the most important was, person was pleased, she was given a blank check. Whatever do you want. Ask whatever you want. Because you please me. You dance to praise me. So, blank check. Whatever you want. What do you want? That is why if you're a wife, you must know when to ask your husband for the check. In the mood, when he's happy, ask. And you get it. Ask whatever you want. That's what he said. And look, the next verse. And she swore to her, whatsoever thou shalt ask of me, 
I will give you the even unto the half of my kingdom. The power of thanksgiving or praise. And she went forth and said unto her mother, What shall I ask? <laughs> what shall I ask? The king is saying, I should swear about one to the mother. What shall I ask? And she said, The head of John the Baptist. <laughs> John the Baptist. Okay? The head of John the Baptist. Because she perceived John the Baptist as an enemy. She perceived John the Baptist as an enemy. And that is what she requested when she was given the blank check. Let me tell you something. It may sound evil to you, but what I want you to know is that when you praise and please, God can even give you the head of your enemy on the plate. Yeah. It may sound some way to you. But you, sometimes you can even get ahead of you. It's, it's, and, it's, and she said, the head of John the Baptist, 25. And she came straight away with, unto, his, unto the king and asked her, I will, that thou give me in the charger, the head of John the Baptist. Look at what he's asking for. And the king was exceedingly sorry, yet for his own sake, and for their sake, which she will not register, so he gave it to her. So, you know, think about it carefully. She got the head of her enemy. Yes, it was a wrong thing. But the principle remains the same. When you please, you can even get the head of those who harass you. So don't complain. You see, are you understanding the revelation? The girl did not come requesting for the head of John the Baptist. He came to please the king. And when he pleased the king, he automatically got the head of his enemy. Hallelujah. The power of thanksgiving. If there's somebody borrowing you at work, thank God for that person, and you get the person's head. <laughs> receive it. I say receive it. Yeah. John 6, 11. The power of thanksgiving. John 6, 11, quickly. This was Jesus. He was confronted with a large crowd. Only. And he had only five loaves. And two fishes, whatever. And Jesus took the loaves. And when he had done what? I, and when he had done what? And when he had done what? Giving thanks. He distributed to the disciples. And the disciples to them that were set down. And likewise of the fishes, and as much as they would. Verse 12. And when they were filled, he said unto the disciples, gather up. Thanksgiving. This is my next point. Thanksgiving will make what is not enough become more than enough. I said thanksgiving will make what is not enough become what? Yes. He held it. He asked for the bread. He said, five loaves, two fishes, it's not enough. That's what Philip said. Ah, you're going to feed this crowd with this thing? But when Jesus took it, what he did is what I'm trying to say. When he took the bread, he gave thanks. Yes, it's not enough. It doesn't add up. My paycheck is not enough. My job is not enough. My health is not enough. My children is not enough. My situation is not enough. But instead of complaining, I am thanking you. And by that act of thanksgiving, what was not enough became more than enough. 
may you learn to give thanks. What, what is not enough can become more than enough. So instead of complaining, say it's not enough, rather give thanks. Let me tell you something. If you don't know what to do, do what Jesus did. When Jesus had, in, in, when he had little bread, he gave thanks. Hallelujah. Maybe are you hearing me? What is not enough can become more than enough. As you give thanks. He gave thanks. Yes. As you are looking at your financial situation, as you are looking at your can, can I even survive on this? Yes. But, but humanly speaking, it's not possible. But you can invoke a supernatural power by giving thanks. God, even though it's not enough, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for this little one. And you'll be surprised what is enough can become more than enough. So stop complaining and give thanks. Yeah. Hallelujah. Same thing. What is not enough became enough. Same thing. John 11. John chapter 11. Let's talk about the story of Lazarus. When, when Lazarus died, Lazarus died, he was buried, he was in the grave for three days. Now let's go to, let's go to verse number 41. Verse number 41. Quickly. Then they took away the stone. You see, Lazarus, you know the story of Lazarus? He died, he was buried, you know, three days. Jesus Christ comes to the scene. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, what? Are you seeing the word again? Father, what? Father, what? Father, what? Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. Okay? And I knew that thou hearest me always. But because of these people who are standing by, that's why I'm even saying something. But I know. I thank you already. I thank you. So, my, see, I thank you. And after that, he said, Lazarus, come forth. What I want to share with you again is that thanksgiving can bring to life that which is dead. You didn't hear me. I said, thanksgiving has the power to bring. When he, Jesus did not give any long prayer. He gave thanks. He said, God, I thank you. Yes, I don't know what is dead in your life. But it comes a time. You must wake up in the morning and say, that, Lord, even though this is dead, I thank you. I give you thanks. I give you thanks. Lord, I'm not complaining. Lord, I'm not crying. Lord, I'm not whining. Lord, I give you thanks. I give you thanks for this, my child. I give you thanks for this, my job. I give you thanks for this, my husband. I give you thanks for this member. I am not complaining. Lord, I give you thanks. And the power that brings the dead to life will come into your life as you learn to give thanks. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. He just gave thanks. So I thank you. I thank you. Yeah. Lord, I thank you for the church. I thank you for this sister. I thank you for this brother. Even though he's not behaving the way, I thank you. I thank you for this child. I thank you. I thank you. From today, you know, I'll tell you something that a man of God said. 
when you pray to God to do something for you, you are asking him to come down. You are asking God to do a work. Okay? When you pray God, God, do this for me. When God, God, increase my paycheck. You are asking God to do something for you. You are asking God to work. Okay? But when you give thanks for your paycheck, you are not asking him to do a work. He automatically comes and do it. Hallelujah. So it means that you are, more, you are more likely to get a quicker result than thanksgiving than your give me, give me prayer. I hope you, you got that right. You see, because when you give him thanks, he comes in automatically. Which is a quicker route than you ask him to come and do something. That's why Jesus said, I thank you. And that which was dead came to life. Listen to me. Today, on Thanksgiving Day, I want to tell you, QFC Manhattan, let us be a people who give thanks. Yeah. Whatever is not enough, Thanksgiving will make it more than enough. Whatever is dead, Thanksgiving can bring it back to life. Yeah. Some of you, your paycheck is dead. Your paycheck is dead. I mean, when you look at your bank account, the, 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 the check, it dies before you are paid. <laughs> That from today, may Thanksgiving make him come back to life. Hallelujah. Do you believe it? Yeah. Yeah. So he said in Psalm 150, I believe, verse 6. He said in Psalm 150, verse 6, he said, Let everything that has a car, praise the Lord. Let everything that has a wife, praise the Lord. Let everything that has a job, praise the Lord. Are you reading the Bible with me? Let everything that lives in New York, praise the Lord. Let what? Let everything that has what? Let everything that has what? Let everything that has what? Do what? Stand up to your feet. Hallelujah. Let everything that has what? Let everything that has what? Let everything that has what? Do what? I said let everything happen. Do what? Everybody take a deep breath. Out. Were you able to do it? Were you able to do it? Then praise the Lord. Hear this praises. From a grateful heart Each time I think of you Praise the I love you so much Jesus I love you so much Lord, I love you Lord, I love you, my soul sings. Each time your presence carry on your wings. I love you so much. Jesus, Jesus, I love you so much. Let everything that has what? 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 Let everything that has what?
that in the house breath, praise the Lord. Yeah, this praise is praises from a grateful heart. Each time I think of you, the praises of you so. So sing in your presence, in your presence, carried on in your ways. I love you so much, my Jesus, Jesus. I love you so much, my soul, my soul, lost for you.
your God. There's none in the sick bed. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Kalima soko toto liyababa. Ete liyababa. Ete liyababa. We are grateful, Lord. 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 Thank you. Thank you. this Thanksgiving day. On this Thanksgiving weekend, we thank you. You have been good. We have, we have gone, we have come back. We have traveled and we have come back safely. We have eaten and we are not sick. We have gone to sleep and we have woken up. We have gone to work and we have come back. Father, we bless you. We are grateful. We have even made mistakes, but we were not punished. We are grateful. We are grateful. Amen. We have done things that are not right, but you spared us. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you for our health. We thank you for our jobs. We thank you for our church. We thank you for our pastors. We thank you for our spouses. We thank you for our children. Yeah, God, we are grateful. We say thank you. We are grateful. We are a grateful people. For you have preserved us. You have watched over us. You have protected us, oh God. When the enemy came, you, you shielded us. We are grateful. We are grateful. Some even made mistakes. But Lord, you did not hit us. We are grateful. Thank you. Finally, with every head bowed and every eye closed, you are here this Thanksgiving Sunday. You are not born again. Look, God sent his son to die for you. What shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? On this Thanksgiving Sunday, if you are not born again, please lift up your hand and I pray for you. When I say born again, I mean, I mean, you want to be a Christian. You are not a Christian. You are not a Christian. You are not a Christian. Please lift up your hand. I see. God bless you. God bless you. Oh, God bless you. Wow. God bless you. You want to give your life to Jesus. Oh, you are, oh, you are even a Christian, but you are backslidden. You are a Christian, but you are backslidden. Please lift up your hand, and I pray for you. You are a Christian, but you have gone back to the world. You have gone back to the world. Please lift up your hand. I see your hand up. Please come, and I pray for you. Put your hands together for it. Come, God bless you coming back to their father's house. We are back to their father's house. Yes. Back to their father's house. Say this after me. Heavenly Father. This Thanksgiving Sunday. I thank you for sending your son Jesus Christ to die for me. From today. I am a child of God. Satan has no power over my life. 
I am grateful for being saved. For being saved. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, thank you for a daughter. Thank you for salvation. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. You are welcome. Put your hands together for the Lord. I'll talk to you after church. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you blessed? Yes. Amen. Please, you want to get a song for that, get a word for that song. Yeah, this praises, okay? Please take your, um, take your, bring your first and best as we take our first and best. Be grateful. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.